top of my gang can't fuck with me. You know, when it comes to the gang, we don't move the same. I'm who you wanna be. I go hard each and every day, never miss a beat. Nah, 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 me. You gone. Regret the day you ever stepped to me. Better respect the queen. Huh? Oh no, no. we back up in this shit again. again. Thought you was coming, but you've been hiding behind all them fronts. Wanna play for free? Wanna pass? Then get played for free. I'ma pass 'cause they already know that I'm good when I say I be. Yeah, but you never know. Wanna play with me? Always smiling your face with the fakery. You wanna talk about the last one? Don't play with me. Uh huh. What you should you tryna say to me? You tryna stay with me? I'ma call like I see it, then believe it 'cause you're not who y'all claim to be. Recouping all my investments. I don't play for free. Said I was weak and I was stressed, but wanna lay with V. Please. Who knows? How you gon' come for me? Stay at the top of my game. Can't fuck with me. You know. When it comes to the game, we don't move the same. I'm who you wanna be. I go hard each and every day. Never miss a beat. Nah, 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 me. You Step to me, better respect the queen. Who knows? How you gon' come for me? Stay at the top of my game, can't fuck with me. You know. When it comes to the game, we don't move the same. I'm who you wanna be. I go hard each and every day, never miss a beat. Nah, 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 me. You go. Regret the day you ever stepped to me, better respect the queen. <laughs> Mothers take offs when they run their mouth. Got a lot to say when I'm not around. Soon as I pop out, they all hush hush like the cricket sound. They demeanin' so blatant, can tell that they hatin'. Wanna see me fall? Well, too bad y'all be waitin'. I come from a place you have yet to see. Fuck around and turn boss on they flex on me. I don't wish no bad on my enemies, but cross the line and it's one one three. Slicing heads like a horror scene, murkin' them chasing. Each time I go hard, it's to offset the hate. Who's slimy? They slither, ain't no hands to shake. Go fuck your applause, your respect I'ma take. I'm far from a rookie, they trollin', they lookin', feelin' froggy. No, I'm a killer, don't push me. How you gon' come for me? Stay at the top of my game, can't fuck with me. You know, when it comes to the game, we don't move the same. I'm who you wanna be. Everyone's a boss. Everyone's in charge. Everyone got stacks upon stacks of them green and golden bars. Placed neatly in the back of their closet, stacked up they face the walls. Be around the prettiest bitches you seen and you'd ever call. Can't pay for features or models. Can't even pay for calls. Wanna talk about running the city, but can't even run the malls. Paying with these checks with their mouths, they asses that he taking for. Brockton is proud to be the city of champions. With a rich sports history, Brockton is the hometown of boxing greats Rocky Marciano and marvelous Marvin Hagler. The city's athletic legacy continues with the success of Brockton High School sports teams. Known for athletic excellence and good sportsmanship, the BHS athletic program was selected as the number one athletic program in Massachusetts by Sports Illustrated. The school's Brockton boxers have been a longtime powerhouse in high school football. 
In fact, the VHS football program has been regarded as one of the most storied, successful, and dominant high school football programs of all time. The VHS boys soccer team recently won their first state championship in 2017, leading them to be ranked seventh on USA Today's list of top high school soccer teams across the country. These are just some of the many reasons why Brockton is the city of champions. The worst snowfall in its history. A raging blizzard that came in on winds of up to 100 miles an hour, bringing death and destruction to the whole region. Declaration. What we believe is happening, Carl, is that the president is likely to invoke the Stafford Act here. That's a uh, procedure that was initially started back in the 1970s to deal with national disasters, and it unlocks funding from the federal government for FEMA to respond in localities that have been hardest hit. In this case, the possibility is that you're looking at a national uh, declaration. Of ordered the U.S. Army to go in and do whatever it could to help. A report from Providence. Centers on the state of emergency declared this morning in Buffalo. Troops from across Massachusetts uh, were in places like this. They boarded about two dozen buses and then they left from near Springfield, Braintree, and here in Melrose. Fighting critters in the front yard ever feel like you're in the front lines? You buy tons of name brand camp killers that swear up and down they'll take out the problem first spray. Well, our intel says otherwise. Forget all that. Call us, Old Colony Pest Control. Tell them that Red Revere sent you. We handle commercial and residential pest control needs. Take care of anything from ants, roaches, ticks, mosquitoes, rats, and more. No wildlife or termites at this time. Call us at 774-400-5993 and we'll bring in the big guns. Another lesson from my neighborhood. Do you know how to tell if mom is overdosing on drugs? If your mom shoots dope every day like mine, you can only help her if you know the signs of an overdose. An overdose? Yes, an overdose. Don't call the ambulance if you're in doubt Unless she shakes uncontrollably or foams at the mouth That's an overdose Okay, that's an overdose mm -hmm. That's an overdose You could find her on the floor or find her in bed And if you know what to do she won't end up dead Of an overdose Really? Yes, an overdose well, I don't know. The signs of danger are simple to see. If she's twitching and seizing and can barely breathe, that's an overdose. Yeah. That's an overdose. That's an, an overdose. overdose. Mom always knows best. This is Vianna Marie, and you're listening to Hoobazoo.com.
this thing, so it's time for me to do my thing. So, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but uh, I don't know what's up with these gas prices, but these gas prices are crazy. They're outrageous. You know, I mean, it used to be a time you could go get gas with your kids. You know, I'm a father too, and you'd go get gas. It'd be a nice time to get snacks and let them get chips and shit. Now you go to the gas station, you put hundred dollars in the tank, and your kids are like that. Can I get some? Dog? No, you can't get no. Dog. I just put hundred bucks. Get the off the Doritos. What the you mean you want to slurp? Get the back. Get the out of here. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? This is blasphemy. This is madness. This is the proof. Testing one, two, three. And let me see if we got Viana on here with us. Let's see if we can hear her. Uh, can you give me a mic check? Uh, let me see here. Hold on. Let me get the output here. And I can hear you, but they can't hear you. I got to get it so they can hear you. Let me see. Give it to me again. Mic check, mic check, one, two, three. Here we go. Looks good. Looks good. We're all set. Um, it's your boy, Sinister One, broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are watching The Booth. I want to thank everybody who's watching on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and all of the sites. We had a lot of people on the chat last week. We hope to do the same this week. Big thanks to my guests two weeks, three weeks ago. Um, Ken Diesel, Osquid, Ron. Um, AQ Arabian Queen was on and then I did a solo for about two weeks and then I'm here this week with my guest as you guys can see up in the upper left hand corner recording artist Viana Marie we got a lot of stuff to talk about and uh, a lot of stories and a lot of things to break down but first of all I gotta mention my sponsors Michael Douglas Barreto MDB Electronics if you have a broken Xbox controller that needs to be fixed get it out to him he has you back to gaming in 48 hours also, again, my guest tonight, Viana Marie, who's here every week. You see her ad here every week, streaming everywhere. Her music is out there. New single was released off the new project, It's Personal. 
first single is Let's Roll featuring Hillary Banks. And she was on Dougie TV's uh, show this past weekend. And she actually surprisingly dropped another single from that It's Personal soundtrack. It was a track with Iraq the Great. And we'll let her talk about that surprise drop of that one. Uh, Tactical Target Systems. That's my zombie targets when you see me at the range because I have a huge fear of the zombie apocalypse. Also, our last t-shirt winner, Felicia Damon. And Old Colony Pest Control, Carl Bunnell, veteran-owned 774-400-5993. If you have pests and you need to get rid of them, give him a call. He's licensed and insured, and it's veteran-owned business. You know we support our veterans here. Um, first of all, I got to thank, before we get into the news booth, uh, I got to thank... Joe and Liz for opening up their house for the very first slingshot barbecue this past weekend on Sunday in Bedford, New Hampshire. It was nice to see all the slingshots make their way up to their house. They opened up their house to us, provided all the food. Uh, they're already talking about planning next year's second annual slingshot barbecue event. This guy had one of the most exciting backyards that I've ever seen in a long time. Big ass long cooking area where you you know you could cook on the pot and throw your lobsters in at the same time grill up all your burgers his dad was out there in his element cooking away you could tell he was loving every minute of it big props to his dad for cooking up all his food his girlfriend liz was there they also had a gentleman there who was 76 years old who owned a slingshot and rides his slingshot every day 76 years old <laughs> loves it Loves great, it. Great stuff. And, you know, he, he had a liking for Viana. He come right over, sat right down. I got up to get something. He come right over, sat right down, took my seat. <laughs> I was waiting for him to talk to you. Uh, we had been told that he goes out and likes to go out to clubs and things of that sort. Um, but God bless him, 76 years old. So, again, thanks to Joe and his girlfriend Liz for the invite out to the first annual Slingshot Barbecue. Um, Matt Hatter came up. Megatron was there. Orange Crush was there. All of the all the slingshot favorites from all the rides that we do with the slingshots, they were all up there. They made the ride up. It was nice to see some of the people like Dee Dee and his wife was there. And um, Mad Hatter took home the grand prize, the first prize. If you guys haven't seen Mad Hatter on my Facebook page, just Google Mad Hatter uh, slingshot, and you'll you'll see it. It's it's amazing. He's this put a slingshot lot of work into is it. lit. It's, it's yeah, very dope. And, and then Megatron, Figgy, who owns Megatron. If you guys haven't seen Megatron yet, you've seen him on my Facebook page on uh, Procnect the Vengeance. And um, it's good stuff. I got to thank everybody. Everybody it was a good time. It was a good turnout, good food, good eating. Um, and I can't wait to do it again next year. And we got a big ride coming up on the 30th of July that I actually put together. And it's going to be a ride through Boston. But we'll talk about that when we get closer to the event. So thank you again, Joe and Liz, for having us out there. Good stuff. Let's get into our interview before we get into our news booth. As you guys see up here in the upper left-hand corner, uh, my artist, Viana Marie, who is dropping this album, dropping this project. Now, I'm going to have to sit here. <laughs> I know everything that's going on because I manage the artist, Viana Marie. But today, I'm interviewing her, so I'm just going to act like a schmuck who doesn't know anything and conduct this interview like I'm completely stupid of everything that's going on so she can explain what's up. But this album that's coming out, it's personal. It's an album that you've been putting together during COVID. It pretty much started 
during COVID, you know, you had this thing that you wanted to bring forth and, you know, you talked about it in your interviews. I'm going to let you talk about your feeling and how this album, It's Personal, came to be and how it's very close to you and kind of describe to people what it's all about. Well, V, the, the album V came out in 2018 and that's when I started writing this new album because everything that was going on with me in that year and in the next year, it was just pouring out through my pen. So um, I changed, <laughs> we changed the title of this album actually um, for a, a completely different concept. And it actually worked out better because I was in the studio recording with Joey Benjamin and he just stopped recording me and he was like, Hey, I'm like, what's up? He's like, this stuff sounds like it's like for real. Like this is sounded like some real ass shit. And I'm like, good. Cause it's, it's personal. And that's it. I just, I felt like instead of taking things personally in public, you know, that people are saying or people are doing, I'd much rather take what I have and channel it into something positive. And if that means I can write some relatable music to people that are going through the same type of shit that I'm going through, then that's, you know, that's what I was doing. And COVID, what COVID did was it allowed me to take those three or four tracks that I already had written and started with and really be able to hone in on taking the time to write well. And I think that's where people forget that professional artists that get paid to do this on a regular basis can be at home all day just writing music. And the more you write music, the better you get at it. If you don't have time to practice your craft, if you don't practice the things that you're doing in your day-to-day -day job, even at work, you're not gonna get better at it. So th this is what COVID allowed all artists to do in that two year time period. You have no excuse as to why your product or your brand is not better in 2022 than it was in 2019. And you so know, that's it, why it's personal. And, and, and it's funny for me because, you know, I've heard a majority of the tracks that are on this record, including some of the stuff that might not even, to be honest, make the cut when this final playlist is complete for what's coming out now. It's tentative for 10 tracks, and if you pre-order now, you're going to get two bonus tracks produced by Savage ANC, and you want to make sure you jump on that and get the pre-orders in. But um, one of the things I did notice, I feel like that this, this album is like, everybody has that personal album. Um, Usher had his confessions. I feel like that this, when I listen to this and I listen to the lyrics and some of the words in here, I feel like this is Vianna Marie's confession. That's kind of where I'm headed with that and I think that's what a lot of people are going to feel like that this is something that's very personal um, some people may get the you know the personal stories in this entire project that you have written uh, do you feel I mean you would have to really like you would have to you'd, you'd have to really know me to know who these songs were about and that's just what it that's what being a good writer is about you need to be able to make music that is relatable to the masses and not just all the time specific to you and your situation um, that's, that was the whole idea around doing this and confessions being kind of an association. I would, I wouldn't associate that, but I will say this when I cut my very first record, 
I was going through a very, very difficult time in my life. And every song on that first record is just like this record. And that's the association, that growth association, because that first album was trash. Oh my God, it was trash. The writing was trash. The mixing was trash. I did everything myself in the middle of the night, taking care of children all day. You know what I mean? And I just really needed to, I needed my craft in order to heal from that situation. So there's a lot of pain, a lot of storytelling, but all of those songs are personal. And that's why I think this project is just the growth. You see over 10 years, the difference and the growth in every aspect of what I'm about to put out. That's why I backed this so hard. And let people know the name of that first album because that is no, out there through district. No, oh. I do not. I do not. I don't want anybody to hear that album ever. Never in life. <laughs> it was really that horrible. It was bad. Oh my God, was it bad? What's I just up? really oh, had right. to the, I mean, I would say like the writing, the lyrical part of it, the, the lyricism mm-hmm. part of it wasn't bad. It was you know, delivery and not being confident and, you know, not being practiced and, you know, learning that rehearsal, even before going into record when you're at home was important. You know what I mean? So I learned a lot from that album and I healed a lot from that album. Well, we've, we've got a lot of people in the chat showing support. Debbie Fitzgerald, what's going on? Kevin Jeffries, host of Happy Hour with Lido, is in the hey. chat. And says, Yo, what's going on? Jackie Brown for the Icy Show. You were what's on up, her Jackie show Brown? last week. Jackie Brown is out here in the chat. Your aunt is out here. D Wood is oh, in the chat. Oh, of course. Auntie D is always supporting. Come on now. And we're, we're doing the promo tour right now for this for this album. So last week you was on Icy Show. Jackie Brown show. Um, as we mentioned, you were on Dougie TV. Um, you're scheduled to do a stint on actually Kevin Jeffrey's show, Gloria Shea's show. Um, we've got some stuff coming up this week. I think you you were uh, you were going to be on. Oh wait a minute, no, it's the it's the 508 music release. I think I had that's that in the banner coming. That's up. on the no the 508 um, event is the 28th. And we're going to be announcing the nominees for the 508 Music Awards at that event. Okay. I thought we had something on the 9th, on this Friday. Um, I was going oh, to pop have, in. We have, we have wrestling on Saturday. But yeah, that but is I was going to pop in and, and over to Dover Street because Cousins Boo hit me up. He's over there, a producer over there. And he's trying to throw these networking um, events. So... I'm trying to show support to anybody that's showing me love and support. So if I can take, you know, an hour of my time and go over there, then I, I might do that. And Prova just released their schedule for people and they've got some pretty good artists. Oh yeah. That's what we're time doing too. Prova. Yeah. Thursday Prova got we should all... be heading over to Prova. Yep. Prova's got all rhymes is going to be performing there this year. Um, mm-hmm. AMG, Devin, Sydney, Sony entertainment. There's a young girl that we actually saw at the, I think it was the black ice opening. Um, she performed there. I think that's where I first saw her, and she was pretty mm-hmm. good, young girl. Uh, but mm-hmm. she's performing at Prova this year. Oh, the lineup uh, the this year you. is fantastic. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good lineup there this year. So everybody, make sure on August eighteenth, of course, is when Viana Marie and myself will be there. I will be doing something different this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock the joint for the first part of the show, but then we're gonna do karaoke. But we want to make it a little bit fun, a little bit different. 
Um, I know Viana had mentioned that she wanted to do a little something with the karaoke. Maybe have some people ask her to do a karaoke song. But then the last part of the night, we're going to rock the hell out of the place with pretty much a lot of the new tracks from Viana Marie's new album, It's Personal, because the album comes out on the 13th, and this will be the first time that we'll be able to really perform some of those, the meat of those songs live in person in front of our hometown. Um, D. Wood is asking in the chat, what advice do you give young songwriters? What advice do you give young songwriters? Um, copyright all of your stuff. Don't let anybody, don't give anybody the opportunity to take credit for your work. That's just nice. the number one thing you could, anything else after that, it, it does not matter. You, people write like trash all the time and make millions and millions of dollars. I am nobody to judge somebody's work. I will tell you like this. If you write anything, just copyright it, protect it. It belongs to you. People will steal things like that. Mm. Mm, mm. Kevin Jeffy's in the chat. He says he's thinking about dropping a five-pack R&B EP. Kevin, we need to talk because Day 26 just announced that they're getting back together for their 15-year anniversary. They're going to be dropping some projects. Um, and you've had a couple of the members of Day 26 on your show. Um, we definitely want to do that. D. Wood says good advice. Joe and Liz said thanks for the shout-out. Next year, bigger and better. And... Um, Thank I didn't know that Kevin could sing. I wasn't aware that Kevin could sing. Kevin Jeffries. Kevin was Kevin was in like a rap group. Kevin, I went and actually saw the videos of him all thugged out. You know, uh -oh. up, up on there. Kev. He put it up on YouTube, and I was like, "Whoa!" He was coming hard. Kevin was Kevin was Kevin was putting it down. That's Kevin was funny. Putting it down. Kevin, if, Kevin Jeffries of Happy Hour with Lido, if you can, hey. Put your link in the chat so people can see some of that music you dropped back in the day um, and some of those videos that you put out there. Um, he, he he had some stuff going on. This is why, you know, we, we've been on his show and we've seen him. He said, I've retired. Uh -huh. <laughs> he said That's he's retired. You can, you can still drop the links, man, so people can check out and show what you did. Uh, so we got a lot of shows coming up. We got a lot of events coming up. We've got this big event on July 27th, which is the 413 Biker Girls event, Bike Night Wednesdays. We're actually going to be shooting your brand new single off of this. Talk about that because we've been watching the 413 Girls since we actually booked this event for months now. And every week, this event seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And now that everybody knows that you, you guys saw the promo before the show, Viana Marie's asking for all the slingshots and motorcycles and exotics to show up for this music video shoot in West Springfield on July 27th. Um, even if we can get the people that just showed up this week at Joe's house, <laughs> that, right, that, even right. that amount of people, that's still good, good amount of people to come out and show support because the 413 girls are, have already got a huge support. So let's talk about this and what you're going to be doing here because you've got a couple of female artists who are also coming out. So I'm going to let you talk about that. Well, we have invited um, China Hope out, which if anybody has been following me um, knows that I've been following her around. <laughs> I love her music. I love her sound. I love her energy and you know what I mean um I like when other artists can motivate me to be a better artist you know what I mean I like when I see an artist and I'm like damn I wish I could gain that energy and I could I could do it like that and um it's it's like a 
it's a weird exchange for artists. You know, sometimes people don't really respond well to that. And she really, um, she's a nurturing, kind person. And uh, getting to, to know her, I really wanted to put her on this show. You know what I mean? It was, it was, I don't always like the Cardi B or the Megan Thee Stallion content. You know what I mean? I don't write like, I don't write for that. Um, that's not what my brand represents. And I'm, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. It's just not my thing. So that being said, I do like, you know, a good Cardi B or Megan the Stallion track when I'm in the club or in the bar and I'm having a drink and I'm having a good time. That's when it's appropriate. And there are people that make that type of music for that. And I love those who pull it off and who do it really, really well. And China Hope really does it well. And um, I had to have her. So when she agreed, I was just over the moon about it. I um, also have Infamous Ma coming out. Um, she is the feature artist on Time to Grow Up, um, which is the going to be the second single release off of the It's Personal project. So, um, you know, we decided to just take this opportunity to capitalize off of what was already going to be there. You know what I mean? Um, I think that as an artist, if you're not utilizing these types of opportunities to maximize exposure, um, then you're not doing it right. You know what I mean? Get as many people in there as possible. Get you a photographer, get a videographer, you know, get somebody who can be there to interview you and and maybe even follow you around and ask you what's going on, create a a dialogue. Let people know if, because the kind of artist that I am, I'm not this album is called it's personal because that's how I speak to my fan base. I'm not a public person. I'm not, I'm a very private person. I don't want my entire private life to be all over the place. And that's why I like the opportunities to bring the fans in on stuff like this. You know what I mean? That day is going to be crazy. You know what I mean? So to document it the way that we've been watching Brian um, document everything that him and Music Man have been doing. That's what we should be. That's what we all should be doing as artists. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And once Mm -hmm. you get to a certain level, you can afford to do that. You know what I mean? A lot of artists start that way by hiring somebody to follow their asses around and document as much as possible. They put some shit together. They present it to a, a label. They present it to a network. And bam, you have your deals. You have your opportunities. So, I mean, it's stuff like that. And as we talked about this, this is this is this is a big event. Four one three girls, biker girls. It's all about women's empowerment. So I, I'm actually DJing that night. We're splitting the time up. Um, I'm actually putting together a whole entire set of music and intro. I'm not featuring any men in my music that night. That night is for the ladies. I'm gonna try to have as as much of the strongest women's songs out there. Kevin Jeffries just asked, when is the album dropping? The album is dropping. August thirteenth. It's a Saturday, and we've got um, we've got a special location for people to come out. Um, it's actually the day after Viana's birthday, so you know it's it, it's it's originally she wanted to do it on her birthday, but I'm like Friday people work, people get out, and we thought we should do a Saturday. That way you can just plan and pregame and get ready and have. That's a good okay. Time. That just means that I can have our party on Friday and then another party on Saturday. Hey. Um, um, and, and, and for those who don't know that August 12th, that weekend is, you know, Viana has this thing. I'm going to just put it out there and put her on the spot. But it, it's it's been on Facebook if you follow her. Viana doesn't eat cake. 
she doesn't eat cake and she 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 avoids cake like the plague until her birthday. <laughs> Even her aunt said this. She's like, yes. <laughs> Vianna will not eat cake. If you offer cake, she won't eat it until her birthday. So if you want to come to this, if you're invited to this event, you want to bring a nice little personal cake. <laughs> on the Do not 13th. bring me cakes. Do not bring me cakes. That's not nice. Listen, I love birthday cake. I don't know why I love birthday cake. And because I used to be so overweight, I used to eat it all the time. So, you know, boundaries, limits, know, know the things that you that you can have. I don't even eat donuts. You know what I mean? That's cake. I mean, <laughs> Kevin Jeffy says, love me a good cake. My birthday is September 3rd. Oscar Mike Radio, Travis Prodington. Congrats. Last week, 300th episode. Killed it. Killed it. He's Congrats. in the chat. All these peeps in the chat, man, showing support and love. Oscar Mike Radio's got a brand new episode coming up. He's got a lot of great shows. He's hungry to put out another 300 shows, and it's showing. Um, Mistress Carrie was at his 300th episode. Check it out on Brock and Cable Access, broken up into four shows. Um, but again, I'm here interviewing my artist, Viana Marie. We're talking about the upcoming album release party, which is going to be on the 13th. And then let's talk about August 18th, we are going to be performing at Prova, Brockton, Mass, being in front of the hometown. And for Viana, a lot of people don't know this about Viana, but she's been involved. She's been able to be involved with a lot of important events here in Brockton. Um, there was a event where we do a Toys for Tots here at the Brockton Rocks Shaw Stadium one year. Viana Marie was able to perform at that. That was big for her. Uh, Viana Marie also performed in the Brockton Holiday Parade, um, and actually we stopped. That was perform. so much fun. That was that was that, and the kid. And I remember because your kids were miserable because it was cold, but you had them out there decorating the U-Haul trailer that we pulled you, on. <laughs> and you made them walk. Viana made the kids walk the parade route and hand out candies while she performed along the parade route. I, Micah was cool with it. Micah was cool with it, but. Some of the other kids was, <laughs> but at the end they ended up having fun. Listen, they what it was for. They don't pay bills. They can get out there and do some hard labor. They'll be alright. <laughs> so we did that, and then um, she was involved with uh, a couple of other events. But Prova has been the big one for us. We've performed at Prova every year since it's began, and it's in its. Uh, fourth year now. Um, how does it feel coming back and, and being able to do Prova? How does it feel being able to do Prova with such a loaded, you know, they haven't, they hadn't been able to fill artist slots for the first two years. Now this year is, is probably the most stacked artist list that I've ever seen them put out. Well, no, that's great. That's what these kinds of um, events and these kinds of reoccurring events are supposed to do. They're supposed to, you know, build every single year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah I just dropped the, she just dropped the chat. Let me guess. J and K. <laughs> We're talking about the kids. <laughs> yes. I'm, I can't see the chat. I'm trying to get into the chat, but I can't see the uh, chat. Yeah, I'm, in, yeah. I'm on, I'm on YouTube. You're too. on the zoom for the interview. So. 
<laughs> I can read it to you, but that's what she. Put. Oh, here we go. I can I, see it now. You see it now. Yes. <laughs> oh man, brats. Uh, Kevin Jeffries bad. just said that video you all just dropped recently was fire. That was the let's roll video. Thank you, Kevin Jeffries. Uh, talk about that. Yeah, before we get into the news booth and stuff, talk about this let's roll video because you straight storyboarded it. You straight directed it with Sando Films. And, um, you know, that, that let them know. I just um, feel like I feel like as a former videographer and somebody that, you know, did this professionally down south for people, you know, who would rake up tens of thousands of views on my work. You know what I mean? I feel like going into a situation, you should just be prepared. And I think people fall into the trap of using somebody because they're cheap as opposed to using somebody that values the visual experience because making videos, anybody can make a video with their cell phone. You know what I mean? Anybody can have a viral hit with a video they made off their cell phone. So why are you hiring a professional videographer if not for their expertise? You know what I mean? So when I go in, you know, Scott was funny. He's like, I've never seen a treatment like this before. And I'm like, dude, this is, this is what I do. When people ask, I had my own label. I had every aspect of that label covered because I was not just an artist with, you know, training in music, but I also had training in photography. So I just said, why not be a full functioning studio for artists that I like? And I got a couple of artists and I put them out and I did photo shoots and I shot videos for them. And I basically got all my legwork and my practice in on them. You know what I mean? So this video, I wanted to make sure that when I put a video out, it wasn't going to be just, you know, me sitting in front of some steps somewhere, rapping my lyrics. You know what I mean? And as much as I love Bodak Yellow, I feel like if you don't have some type of concept outside of, you know, a, a, a visual theme, you're not really doing much of anything. But that song was so big, it didn't really need a concept for it. So that being said, I didn't want my first official video to be dry. And so we took the concept of Dexter, created the um, the character Vexter, and, you know, tried to carry that through. I just felt like it got lost because we lost our table. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I think people are just like, what the hell did the, what are these girls? Like, this is, I feel like it's hard to associate Dexter to this video now because I lost my table. <laughs> it was so unfortunate. <laughs> but it was still dope. That, I mean, that would have been a great feel like behind the scenes clip. <laughs> or a blooper. Um, Oscar and shout Mike out Radio. to that boy for being so willing to be half naked and and strapped to a a, ta a, a chair with plastic chair with and have wrap. girls running knives along his body. Uh, Travis, uh, it's going to be August eighteenth, Prova Brockton, uh, four to nine. Um, the first part of the night, I will be hosting karaoke, and the theme is going to be "You Be the Star." So, Travis, if you show up, I might call you out. And come up here and do some karaoke that night. I'm going to be calling people out. Actually, I'm going to be calling some political people out to come down and do some karaoke. And maybe we can try to raise some funds for some type of charity or something. If we can get these guys to come down. We're, we're, we're going to figure it out. Trust me, by the 18th, 
<laughs> Kevin Jeffy said, y'all lucky I killed karaoke. Oh, see, see, Kevin, don't play. We're coming to Ohio September 17th for Gloria to play. Gloria Sugars to play is, is the 17th. So don't mess around. We can find Kevin. ourselves a nice spot to do yeah. karaoke. At, yeah, yeah, we, we may we may have to host karaoke after the play. I we have won quite weekend. a few karaoke contests, sir. <laughs> quite so, a few. Uh, um, she's asking us to stream it. Uh, Probe is going to be super busy. If we can have somebody come down with us and set up, um, we will probably try to stream it that way. We probably should definitely try to stream it and then figure it out anyway. We'll, we'll, we've got till August 18th, so we probably will be doing that. Um, and we'll go from there. We are at, hold on, let me check this. Oh, we are at 7.30. And uh, we actually got to get into the show. But we talked about Prova. We talked about this event coming up. We talked about the album release. Is there any other things you want to uh, put out there? Um, Christmas. Because that that's, I hate to say it, people. It's around the corner. Um, Travis did, is out I, here. And he's I got me am, thinking about it. I'm preparing for Christmas. I have. I wanted to make sure that in my 10th year, I made sure that I could round off my project list with 10 projects. So come, you know, Black Friday, I will have to my name and to my brand, 10 completed bodies of work that I've done over the last 10 years. So I really wanted to make sure that this was going to be something special. So I'm, you know, I'm practicing trumpet again because I used to play trumpet. That's how I started reading music. And I think I'm, I've been heavily inspired by Lizzo and her flute playing and band, you know, her, her band sets and everything. Yep. It brings me right back to being in you know high school and in marching band. Um, or in church band, because that's where I really got my legs. They gave me the most education. Um, so, yeah, I got, I'm hoping to get Travis on a track. I hit him oh, up Travis. already. So he was on my last Christmas album, and I'm hoping to get him on this one. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I haven't nailed any other duets down, but I'm looking for a female singer who wants to sing with me. So any female artists that sing... Come sing with me. I want you on my Tati, Christmas album. Tati Queen is in the chat. What's going up, Tati Queen? How's it going? And um, hey. hey, it's it's seven thirty. We got to get into this news booth. We got to start talking about some of the stuff. Travis says away in the manger, working on it now. All right, nice. <laughs> All right, so nice. let's get into the news booth. Our first topic again: Viana Marie, all over the place. The music is all over the place. Check it out. Kevin Jeffrey said, wow, V is the jack of all trades. I've always wanted to learn how to play piano. I can play a little myself, self-taught, and still want to play electric guitar. Get on it, Kevin. You know, there's nothing holding you back. Um, so we're going to get into the news booth. Viana's going to hang around. She's going to give her ideas and opinions on some of these topics. But we're going to get into the news booth. First topic of the day um, here in Brockton, the clerk, clerk magistrate has now said that, you know, probable cause is there. Charges have been filed against ex-Brockton Police Chief Manny Gomes. If those who don't remember, Manny Gomes was involved in the car accident um, while off-duty in Avon. Um, there were some stories going around about the possibility of being drunk, uh, possibilities of, of Avon Police giving him a ride home and you know an alleged cover-up. Um, at the end of the day, all of that stuff is hearsay. It's inadmissible right now. 
Um, but the clerk magistrate did say probable cause has been found for this charge involving ex Brockton police chief, um, who has now stepped down um, to handle this case. Uh, the woman was upset, I guess, because I guess the, the car was destroyed. And I guess public record states that when a vehicle is wrecked and it's state property or city property, um, you know, it has to be reported. D Wood said she's going to sign off. Love you, V Marie. You're out. Just said it. Bye. Uh, Kenny Bye, Pava. Kenny Pava, what's going on? He's in the chat. He says, run it up, V. Um, he says, what's up? So uh, we're going to keep an eye on this one, but Manny Gomes, uh, probable cause found, charge involving ex Brockton police officer, Chief Manny Gomes. Um, Uvalde, police department. Um, the first part of their committee hearings have gone through, and the committee said that the law enforcement failures went far beyond just the local police department. As you guys remember, this tragedy took the lives of 19 students and two teachers when this shooter was allowed to be locked in the room and was continuously shooting students at will while the police officers sat outside. Some of the videos show police officers on TikTok, on their phones, while kids were being shot, um, while parents outside were being held from going in. People were in an uproar. When I saw the police chief... In his press conference, that first press conference, I knew something wasn't right, and I knew this was going to be big. I knew this dude had messed up. He's already stepped down. Um, he's already on leave. He's stepped down from his city council seat. Um, the Uvalde report had videos of the young man entering the school, the cops entering after him, and it claims, the report claims, egregious, poor decision-making from the top to the bottom. They're sickened by it. And I'm going to show you guys, this is a clip because he can say it better. This is one of the committee members talking about the actions of the police officer. Here it is, uh, courtesy of, I believe it's KVLU, I think is the, um, KVU, KVU is who it is. Um, let me get this on with you guys right now. Here it is, the committee, Uvalde committee. This is gut-wrenching first tonight more frustration and heartache in uvalde today a special committee of the texas house released its preliminary report into the shooting at rob elementary school family members were there to pick up and read the report for themselves 19 students and two teachers were killed on may 24th nearly two months ago ever since then the people of uvalde have been desperate to learn what happened inside that school Thanks for joining us this evening. I'm Mike Marut. The investigation found failures on multiple levels. The introduction of the report says, quote, there is no one to whom we can attribute malice or ill motives. Instead, we found systemic failures and egregious poor decision making, end quote. Members of the special committee held a news conference after releasing the report and video this afternoon. State Representative Dustin Burroughs said officers could have acted faster once they got inside the school. If you know there's active shooting, active killing going on, or somebody is dying, the standard is you have to continue to do something to stop that killing or stop that dying. That day, several officers in the hallway or in that building knew or should have known there was dying in that classroom. And they should have done more, acted with urgency, tried the door handles, tried to go in through the windows, tried to distract them. Try to do something. 
Committee members also pointed to a lack of leadership at the scene, saying there was not an incident commander. And there's already some fallout. The mayor of Uvalde announced the city's acting police chief who responded to the shooting has been placed on administrative leave. Mm, mm, mm. Thoughts, V? <laughs> Sad, tragic. I mean, I just fired them all. And, and, and the, the problem is here, this community is very quiet, very quiet. Because if this had happened in another town, another city, somewhat bigger, it, there would be riots in the streets. 19 children are dead. That's 19 families. You know what I mean? Two other adults. That, that's a lot of angry and hurt people. And you got to think about the, how quiet this town was that they were this unprepared for this type of horrific situation. They didn't even take it seriously. That's how this, this, that's how their whole demeanor was from the beginning when they started being questioned, they, they were not prepared for something like this at all. And this is why I think that all the police department should have some kind of standard operating procedure when it comes to school shootings, because this, that shouldn't have happened. And they had it. They had it. They just didn't follow it. They didn't follow it. The, the person who was supposed to lead it didn't step up to lead it. Everybody was passing the buck off on each other. It was confusion. And it's sad. But here's the thing. Here's my next story getting into this. Um, three dead after a shooting in the Indianapolis area mall. So this past weekend in Greenwood Park Mall, a 20-year-old gunman hid in the bathroom for an hour, came out, picked a Hispanic family, shot two of them dead as the mall was getting ready to close in the food court. Um, this 20-year-old gunman, two minutes into his reign of terror, because he had 400 rounds in his gun and three more and three more, three more guns in his bag, um, who knows what he would have done. A 22-year-old licensed shooter, Elijah Dickin, was in the food court. Elijah Dickin pulled his licensed firearm and shot the shooter dead. Now, this goes on more than people realize. But unfortunately, mainstream media and stuff doesn't cover this. But I feel like these are the stories that really need to be covered and let people know. Because I think if more of these shooters have this fear that, hey, I'm going in here, I'm going to shoot this school, or I'm going to shoot this mall up, but realize that, hey, some citizen may shoot me. I think that might be part of second. And, th and this right now, I can tell you right now, this story, a lot of people are saying, they're probably saying to themselves, oh, that's not big, of, that's not this big, of, but it is. It is because right now we've got this war going on with Second Amendment and rights to carry. Um, New York is now easier to conceal carry. They, they, you know, they've made it a little bit easier for people in New York to conceal carry. But some people, but look, there's... There, a majority of these shootings that have happened, it has been because of one, irresponsibility, two, mental illness. A lot of it, again, it, it could have been avoided. That, and that's the sad thing. A lot of these tragedies could have been avoided. Like I said, with these, with the Buffalo and Uvalde, if they had access to the kids' social media, 
they would have never been able to buy a gun. This last one, the father should answer for it because the father signed off on this kid being able to buy a gun, which should have never happened. The, 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 the house had already had weapons taken from it when the kid threatened to shoot everybody up in the house and stab everybody back in 2019. He should have never been able to purchase a firearm, but his father went, he signed off on it. So I feel like, hey, the father should be held accountable for his son's actions. Even though his son is 20 plus years old, he should be held accountable because you knew damn well that your son wasn't mentally stable, yet you signed off on him. Go ahead. I mean, I don't know. I, I think as a parent, you want to believe your child when they're telling you that, you know, they're capable of, of handling something that, that they learned from their past and they learned from that situation. Uh, I don't I don't know if, you know, I'll, making it possible for him makes him responsible. He's going to well, we'll do, you know, he's a, he's I, grown. I think that's what they're mulling over the charges on the father. Um, I don't know if it's come down yet, so we'll we'll see. Uh, Kenny Pavis says, very smart individual. Great answer, V. Um, getting into the news booth still. Here's another dumbass, elitist story. I don't even know why people are giving attention. It's nasty as hell. Elon Musk's father, Errol Musk, confirms that him and his stepdaughter have now welcomed their second child. Old, creepy, white men with a lot of money doing crazy shit that Netflix has been showing us month after month after month with all these crazy behind-the-scenes documentaries of white men with power doing these things that they've been doing since slavery. This is a man who allowed his stepdaughter to live with him, and then they end up in a relationship, and he, and she's had a second it's child. The, it's the perfect it's situation for grooming, and that's what these old white men do. They get them young so that they can groom them. Now she's his stepdaughter, not his real daughter. So while it's taboo, it's not necessarily immoral or incestual. I mean, it's it's grooming. And men have been doing it to women for years. It's, oh, it's creepy. I'm sorry. It's creepy. Well, good. That means that you don't <laughs> identify with that type of... <laughs> Just you creepy old white men. Stop doing that. Are you stop? I mean, look at what they're trying to do. They're trying to prevent us from being able to control our own bodies. Oh. They're trying to force people to have babies that don't want to have babies. They're trying to force rape victims to give birth to the babies that are the end result. And it doesn't matter their age. So it's just getting out of control. Kevin Jeffries said, hey, there's some women out there that like their stepson also. I know. That's that's the craziness of it. That's some... Oh, my God. It's it's crazy. Craziness. It's grooming. Let me just get on. It's grooming. I don't, <laughs> I don't separate those two at all. And you know what? That's that pedophilia mindset. That's that, that defect. When you can look at a child and be sexually aroused by them, that's a problem for you. And mm. you're a weirdo. It, it's crazy. It's sad. Uh, Ivana Trump last week fell down a flight of steps at 73. She died within two days. The coroner had a report out and said that she died from blunt trauma injuries to, from her fall. Um, here's the thing, though. Ivana Trump was supposed to be depositioned this week with her kids, the older kids, 
in the whole New York City real estate scandal that Donald Trump may be going to jail for. And um, we need to see. Look, y'all talking that. about. Y'all talking Nobody about the Clintons and their body that. count. She fell down no stairs. Nobody <laughs> believes that. Trump now has, President Trump now has three bodies, almost four, attached to him. He's got Ivana Trump now that people can debate and question and conspiracy theory about. You've got my man hanging himself in prison. And there was another person earlier before this, Ian Giselle Maxwell has now been moved to a different you, you facility. You said two attempts on her life, right? Yeah, she had two attempts on her life. One of the people said they were paid but couldn't go through with it and was supposed to choke her out and make it look like she hung herself in her cell. So, look, the body count for Trump is getting higher. <laughs> and I can't believe, like, he really weighed out the pros and the cons because he has children with this woman. So he really had to weigh out the pros and the cons of her being alive to testify. And, you know, could he live with her dying? And he chose her dying, dude. He's and disgusting. They, they delayed the deposition, gave him time to grieve. And what was weird about the whole thing was the report, the, the report that came out that announced her death was over true social. It was Donald Trump who released the news himself before anybody else. That there adds to the whole Here's the Simpson episode theory. on this. I need the background. You know, True Social and Donald Trump beat TMZ to the punch. And here's another one for you guys. I talk about Republicans and Democrats. I talk about the elitists don't care about us. It has nothing to do with Republicans. The rich people don't give a F about us. And here's Ooh. a great example. You know, everybody's fighting back and forth. You can't be in the middle like I am and use common sense. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she is that Republican there who talks all this crap about BLM. She's tweeting and talking all this crap about Disney and their thoughts and their opinions. She's talking all this crap about companies who are supporting women getting abortions. Well, guess what, people? If you agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene and you think you want to vote for her and support her and her beliefs, guess what? Behind the scenes, Marjorie Taylor Greene has to let people know what she buys in her stocks. Marjorie Taylor Greene stocks, she has $45,000 invested in Walt Disney. She has a ton of stock invested in in Visa and Walmart, who heavily support Black Lives Matter. She also has stock, her and her husband, in medicinal marijuana companies, which she has downplayed and talked crap about openly in public. Now, when approached about this, her answer was, was that she hired a stock person to handle her stocks, and she has no idea what that person invests in. Okay, I get it. You want to play that role. But here's the thing. If you feel so strongly about something and the way that you talk about something as a political person, my feeling is, is that you shouldn't support it financially and make profit of it because to me that makes you an effing hypocrite. That's how and I feel. It would, I'm sorry. It would, you are an effing it, hypocrite. It, it would if she wasn't saying that she wasn't aware that these were the stocks that 
she was investing in. A lot of these rich people don't invest their own money. A lot of them hire a company to do it for them and they meet once a month and they sit down and talk about what's been going on and they either dump or sell or whatever. You know what I mean? They, I doubt very highly she was on the phone with her stock guy every day to confirm or, you know what I mean? And a lot of the times you get a lot of these stocks in, a, in lumps. So you get them in a group. So now your money is being dispersed to all five of these different things. It could have been like that. I mean, people are going to talk their shit. That's all they do. That's all I, they I, do. I, and now, I'm a, now. I'm going to hold them accountable as being a hypocrite. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't, I just can't say that. Only because she's buying stocks in people who support something that she doesn't support. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not going to try to make money based on other people's feelings and emotions on how they feel about something else, then you're not a very smart business person. Well, let's see it in the chat. Let me see, guys, what you guys think. If you think she's a hypocrite, you know, some people would say, some stock people, If, if would, I would love to see if they, you know, some people do know what they do. But it opens the eyes, and we'll see. Legal booth, we are at 750. I got to blow through this. Legal booth, here's the sad thing, people. All of a sudden, in the last month, female sterilization has jumped. The numbers have quadrupled for women. So here's the deal, people. What did you expect? Abortion was already a life-changing decision that women have to live with. Now, as, as a woman, you have women who are now saying, you know what, I'm getting my tubes removed or my tubes tied because I'm making the decision right now that I'm too scared to go to jail or too scared to be held accountable. So I'm just going to make the decision right now that I'm not going to have kids. And right now the problem is, is that there are a lot of women because I guess you're not as a doctor, you're not supposed to um, tie someone's tubes or remove those tubes unless they're at a certain age. So a lot of Which women is are going absolutely to get absolutely ridiculous. Yes. Women are now getting it done because of their fear and this is this is crazy this is scary um i just think that this is the wrong way to go about it mm -hmm. that's not the way to go about it you know what i mean it, it would be nice to say okay well if they don't look if all women would band together and say listen until they give us our rights back stop fucking these dudes stop having sex with these men stop it every single one of you bitches stop having sex with these men if we could all do that, trust me, they would reverse these laws so fast, so fast. But they're not going to do that. You know what I mean? We can't even get people to come together for a, an event on a local level. Never mind get these women to come together to stand up for something. You see these groups of people coming together and getting arrested. You know what I mean? These people of power coming together and getting arrested. And you can't get these basic bitches off their phones to come out and support a cause that serious part. If women band together, this shit would get overturned. The, the fact that it even went back into court is crazy to me. They are literally trying everything they can to hold on to this Trump frame of mind. I, I agree. Um, they are uh, Kevin Jeffrey said they are turning the U.S. into that show called The Hand Handmaid's Tale, right? <laughs> he said, yo, I yes. hate that men felt like they could realistically 
um, make that decision to overturn total BS. Definitely, definitely. You got to move on into this show. Uh, West Virginia blocks a pro Roe versus Wade ban. Um, it was a 19th century ban that was about to come into play because it was overturned. But this West Virginia judge, a female, came down and said, nope, I'm blocking this ban. So West Virginia, so women in West Virginia could still get their abortions. This judge said, no way, I'm blocking it. Um, as you guys saw uh, a few weeks ago, Biden just blocked a few things also to help. Also, Viana just touched on it. Women of power coming together. Uh, breaking news before this show went live. Members of the squad, which are the Democratic women that a lot of people don't like because they're women of color, women of power. A lot of people don't like them, but they were all just arrested outside of the Capitol for protesting this Roe versus Wade overturn. Um, AOC, Ayanna Presley, Elon Omar, and Rashida Tlaib, they were all arrested. Um, cops took them away for blocking traffic and and causing a ruckus and, and exercising their right in protest. Um, these four women are the, four of the strongest congresswomen out there right now. And um, they're, they're making it happen. They're showing. They're not happy. This isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, heading into the entertainment booth. I don't, first of Go all, ahead. though, I, I don't understand how it could while we have a female vice president. I don't understand how it got here. Mm, mm, mm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, entertainment booth, your boy Loco Fall River announces his back to school pop up market August 27th, 12 p.m., 139 South Main Street. Viana Marie is going to be there holding it out. Yes, yes, um, I will. Also in the entertainment booth, rapper Little Uzi Vert over the weekend thought people wouldn't notice. All of a sudden went on Instagram, updated his profile, and Little Uzi Vert is now non-binary. They changed their IG pronouns, so we now have to refer to Little Uzi Vert as they or their when we when we recognize him, he so he's he's gone the same route as Demi Lovato, um, so he's and I think he might be the first rapper to go non-binary. Also, I think Lil Uzi Vert might be the first to do that. So keep an eye on that one. We'll see. AEW's TBS champion Jay Cargill. I don't know if you guys have seen her yet. She is the female African American champion. She is killing it. 500 days undefeated as champion, Jay Cargill. I know my brother's a big fan of Jay Cargill. Um, something happened, though, this weekend. She deleted her Twitter account just after breaking that momentous record of 500 wins undefeated, um, surpassing WCW's Goldberg. That's how big this is. She's a female, she's African-American, and she just surpassed Bill Goldberg's record of undefeated streak in professional wrestling. Um, but she's deleted her Twitter Maybe she's making a move uh, to bigger pastures. Who knows? We'll see when she comes back. Um, here's another crazy one for you guys. Law & Order Organized Crime is filming its third season in New York City. On the set early this morning, one of the crew members for security, Johnny Perazzo, Pizarro, was approached by a person while he was sitting in his car doing security for the set. Uh, the person opened the door up opened fire and shot this person dead on the set of Law & Order Organized Crime, which is crazy. So it looks like we've got an organized crime issue happening on the set of Law & Order Organized Crime. That is 
crazy. And you're a big fan of Law and Order. I am. <clears throat> I, I like that show a lot, actually. That is craziness. <laughs> so I saw that story earlier. I was, I was shocked. Yeah, so Kevin Jeffrey says, yo, you skipped past Uzi too quick, LOL. He's non-binary. When did this happen? This weekend, Kevin went on his IG, changed it like nobody would know this, and everybody know this. Um, he's now non-binary. So, Kevin, be careful. <laughs> um, I'm actually happy. I'm actually happy. Benefit tied the knot this weekend. Um, remember, people, when they were in a, 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 a group, when they were together in 2009, 15 years ago, 17 years ago, you know, they were young. They didn't know what they wanted. She was still getting ready to blow up. They're older now. They've, you know, they've got their kids. You know, they can focus on them. Um, her career is kind of, she can kind of pick and choose what she wants to do. He's the same way right now. I'm, I'm going to wish him luck. I, I've, I've always liked Benifer. When when you talk about all the celebrity couples out there, I'd have to say Benifer was is my favorite of all of them. You? Um, I didn't like them when they were first together. I thought it was like a forced kind of, you know, trying to just force it too much. And um, I, I don't know. This just feels more natural. Like you said, they both have experienced other relationships and, you know, other meaningful relationships. They they were t with other people for long periods of time. So, you know, I think now, like you said, they both can pick and choose what they want to do and they pick and chose each other. So congratulations to them. And then and we gotta, I got to get flying through here um, and back to the men with power. Don't Karen and thinking about people's feelings. Ricky Martin, who's looking at a possible 50 years for incest on his 21 year old nephew and abuse. Uh, he says, my nephew's lying. I don't care what he says. I'm going to perform at the Hollywood Bowl this weekend. He doesn't care that people are in a kind of an uproar and this and that. But Ricky Martin's like, I don't care. I'm going to perform regardless. If he's innocent, then there's no reason for him not to step out on stage. If I didn't do something that they were saying that I did, it would not stop me from going out and doing my damn job. And if the if the people that put on the event aren't telling him to not show up, then he should go. He's a professional. He's been doing this shit for years. Well, he's going to do it. He's going to perform this weekend at the Hollywood Bowl while Kanye is it's not a story here, but I got to mention it. Kanye has now pulled out of Rolling Thunder Festival. He's headed for major lawsuits because he pulled out of Coachella and Coachella at the last minute and Coachella was like, we got to sue you. And now he was the headliner for Rolling Thunder tour and he's just pulled out with just three days before this festival kicks off. And no reason, nothing. He just pulled oh, out. Oh no, there's, there's there's a reason. People just, just want to keep ignoring it. it. Oh, the boy yeah, is yeah. losing his yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And all this... Stupid ass talk about um the the new boyfriend wanting to have kids with his wife is yes. it's tearing yeah. him to shreds. Yeah, He's losing his freaking mind. Don't don't get me started. I don't get it. So the Kardashians they're, they're talking about hiring surrogates now because they don't want to get pregnant. So now the Kardashian women are hiring surrogates to get pregnant. So Kim Kardashian wants to get a surrogate now because Chloe got a surrogate. And I'm like, why did Chloe and Tristan get a surrogate? He was, he's been cheating on her and having kids with all these women. Why didn't they just pick one of these kids that he had with one of these girls and make that their baby? Stop, because you can't do that. Wow. 
And why would and I you think that if you if if your if your job is your image and you know being out there looking a certain way and you can afford it, yes, hire a surrogate. If I could if I could afford it, I would hire a surrogate in a second and have more children. So I could I can speak on this because I actually work with a woman from Brazil who's a surrogate. She's a professional surrogate. Mm-hmm. And she told me She's done nine kids for surrogacy. She told me that she makes fifty-five to sixty thousand dollars a kid. As and that's surrogate. and that's that's, that's there here. It's triple that. No, no, in that's here. States, she gets she gets that here. She got that here. Well, in the states, it's it's six digits. It's usually six digits to be a surrogate. I looked into it when I was popping out all them kids years ago. Yeah, it's in, it's insane. Eight oh two. I got to blow through these topics here. Kevin Jeffrey says I wasn't going to say that. I just don't didn't know. I don't want you to kill me today on the little Uzi, Uzi Vert. <laughs> uh, getting into the sports booth. Pats land two wide receivers in Madden's top thirty, top fifty. Kendrick Bourne, and um, I forget who the other player was. Uh, Devontae Parker are in Madden's top fifty wide receivers, which came out. Yesterday, the new Madden came out yesterday. Got to get on it. Um, also, after 13 seasons, Devin McCourty's brother, Jason McCourty, who had left here for one season, has retired. Um, the reason why this is a big story for me is because Jason and Devin McCourty has already decided what they're going to do with their retirements. Jason and Devin McCourty have been going out and getting these cases of black men who have been put in jail wrongfully, and they've been working hard and tediously to get these guys out of prison. Um, they've been in front of Congress. Um, they were here in Boston, and I believe they were involved with a young man getting out of jail that was wrongfully accused. So the McCourty brothers, I could give them props because they're doing the right thing with their their personalities in the NFL and, and using that status to bring awareness to something that a lot of people don't give an F about, to be honest. Yeah. You know, and it, you know, getting men released from jail that are wrongfully jailed is a big thing. So big ups to Jason McCourty. I'm definitely going to be following him and see what he does. Uh, in the Biden bombshells, Biden's actually visiting Massachusetts tomorrow. Somerset, Mass. He will be at Brayton Point. Brayton Point is the old cold um, coal place down in, it's like near Fall River, Somerset area. It's actually in Somerset, but it was a coal mm. plant. And right now they're spending all this money. It's going to become a wind generation uh, generating plant um, down there. So he will be there to speak on this and get this going down at Brayton Point. So if you're in the Somerset area tomorrow, don't go because President Biden's going to be there. Traffic and everything is going to be a mess. So security, everything. Uh, Ukraine invasion. Ukraine strikes back and uh, anti-tank missiles and units and machine gunners this past weekend. They're still holding it down. Still holding it down. Uh, we're going to see what's going to happen. Also, British troops trained Ukrainian recruits saying that they're very motivated. So I'm pretty ecstatic for that. And before we get out of here, I've got a trailer this week for you guys. Netflix just released a trailer for a film coming out in August called Day Shift with Jamie Foxx. Snoop Dogg, and um, what's the... Oh, my God. The guy who played Cyclops in the X-Men. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name. 
Oh, I don't even know his name. I always <laughs> he, call him Cyclops. Yeah, he played Cyclops in X Men. Um, he was in. Um, he's in Westworld too. He's in. He's in a lot yes, of things that I watch. Yes, I don't know his damn name. White guy. He's in this film. All of uh, them look the same to me. <laughs> he's in this film, but here's the trailer for Day Shift, and then we're gonna get ready to get out of here. But here's the trailer for Day. Look, Jamie Foxx is hunting vampires. This is insane. Here it is. Here's the trailer for you right here. Day Shift, Netflix. It's another hit, people. Another hit. It's going to be a hot one in Los Angeles. So what's on the agenda today? My eyes are closed. Like every day. What are you doing in my room? Hunting vampires. Is a business. Cut next and cash your checks. Well, things have changed since you got your ass kicked out the union. If I don't come up with 10K, my wife and my daughter are gonna move the floor. Hi, Dad. You're late again. And the union is the only place that could give me that kind of money. Your record is chock full of incidents. But he's a new man. One last chance. This is your final warning. Get crying. Oh, oh no! Vampires just tried to kill me, and now I just pissed my favorite fucking hey, show. Hey, hey, everybody pisses themselves the first time. Really? Yeah. Did you? No, I no, no I didn't. But but listen, you did. You know what I see when I see a vamp? Big old dollar sign. Hey, hey, don't you puke in here. I swallowed it. Locked and loaded. Vampires. They're the most. And all they are is murdering. Does not eclipse, new moon, breaking dawn, point one. It ain't like that, all right? Why do you know the names to all the specific Twilight films? What? And what's your gripe with Breaking Dawn Part 2? It's the exciting conclusion of the whole Twilight saga. Welcome to the day shift, motherfucker. Works every time. Murder was the case that they gave me. Day shift, August 12th. Netflix is holding it. Look, Netflix, people talk about Netflix and, and paying that streaming, but they always come up with these trailers that are like, you know what? I I'm just paying my subscription every month because <laughs> if you keep putting out movies like this, I'm not complaining, bro. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. I mean, if I was paying the, the, the 10 bucks a month and I wasn't getting shit on Netflix, 
I'm gonna be mad. But when you throw a trailer out there like that, and I'm that yo, that's that's a twenty dollar movie right there in the movie theaters, and I'm getting it in the comfort of my own home for nine dollars a month, as part of a package deal. <laughs> Keep doing right. it, Netflix. Keep yep. doing it. Jamie Foxx is no slouch when it comes to acting. You know, Mm-mm. James Franco is the white guy we were trying to remember. James Franco is the guy, but and Snoop Dogg in his in in an acting role like this. I mean, we've seen Snoop Dogg before, but he kind of plays himself. This is this is a meat and potato role for 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 Snoop Dogg. We're gonna see about this one here. We're gonna see about this one here. So um, we gotta get ready to get out of here. It's eight ten. Um, I know Maddie sees sports for you. And me, he got his new show this week. Kevin Jeffries, happy hour with Lito. He's got his wife on this week on this week's show. Um, but I gotta thank everybody who's out there in the chat. My guest Viana Marie is on here with me. Um, I gotta thank everybody for supporting me with those beanies and holding it down. Also gotta thank my shows. She talks football podcast, drafting the circuits, Oscar Mike Radio. Talk back with Gloria Shea, Maddie C Sports for you and me, and once again, happy hour with Lido. Also, July eighth to October twenty eighth, Fridays from ten to two, Brockton's Farmer Market. Got to head down there, get yourself some vegetables, produce, good all all good produce. Um, if you have a Snap card or EBT card, um, you can take it. They'll take it down there also. Also, I didn't know this, and I didn't mention this last time. I didn't see this on the flyer, but um, if you are elderly. Um, dial a bat will pick you up if you live at the BHA, any BHA property, and drop you off at the market and bring you back. So that is a plus. Um, so if you know anybody who's elderly and they don't know about this, please, please, please let them know that they're, they're going to pick you up and drop you off. Um, so it's you know this is this is major. This is a this is a big deal. Um, culinary arts. Um, if you want to learn how to operate or be on a food truck. Um, Southeastern Technical Institute is offering a 250-hour program. Call the number on the screen that you see right there. It's a paid externship. Um, you're going to learn how to cook and things of that fashion. Free training to those who qualify. So this is this is a pretty good deal. Also, as you see here, my artist, Viana Marie, who's up here on the show with us. Um, this is the promo tour. Um, she's doing the booth today. She was on the Icy Show last week. She was on um, Dougie TV this past weekend. She did the Big Bag Big Bag Theory Tour was on September 15th. She did that. Uh, Rescheduled for the Paul Nash Show. She's doing the Drunk DJ Show on the 21st, the 27th, the 413 Biker Girls event, the 508 Magazine on the 28th, and again, the Listening Party on the 13th and the 18th of August, Prova. But again, our next big thing we want you to check out is the 413 Biker Girls event in West Springfield because that's where we're shooting the music video. Um... Kevin Jeffrey says nine dollars. Where that joint's like fifteen to twenty dollars. Nine dollars is is the is the basic Netflix account. Um, I get it cheaper through Comcast because Comcast offers you the cheaper Netflix version because you're getting it through them. So it's a discounted version. So I don't pay the the twenty bucks. But even still, Kevin, even if he was paying fifteen to twenty dollars a month for Netflix, I'm sorry, but you're still getting good ass TV programming and movies and shows, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're not I'm slouching so- on the shows. Yeah, at all. yeah. You're getting your money's worth even at twenty. I think a the month, biggest problem with with people is that they're not really responding well to all the inclusion. I hate to say it, and that is always you know until we can get out of this mindset that you know 
it's it's somehow wrong for these people to be depicted, then it's always going to be like that. Well, Pebbles from Hot 96.9 here in Boston, she swears on all of these K Korean um, mm-hmm. dramas. She yep, swears. She says she's them. stuck in front of her TV. She says she's stuck in front of the TV. And then you put um, Bridgerton, which was a big hit. Um, no, yeah, no. I, I put out a movie called Persuasion that if you like Bridgerton, you'll like this movie. Oh, okay. And I, 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 like to, I hate to say this, but Netflix got a lot of good horror films, man. They do. Netflix Netflix is putting out some good horror and action flicks. You know, they got some rotten and, tomato crap on there too, though. <clears throat> I watched a yep, horrible movie but, today with but, Alyssa Milano. It was really bad. People forget for twenty dollars, we just last month, two months ago, we just got The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was a Netflix mm-hmm. film. That wasn't in the theaters. That was a Netflix created film. That was insane. You know who else puts out a lot of movies on Netflix is Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Well, he, had, he has he signed a lot a crazy of movies, deal. like really good movies, and you wouldn't even know that like it just pops up and you're like a new Kevin Hart movie. He just did one yeah, with um, what's his name? Woody Harrelson. Wesley Snipes. Woody Harrelson. Yep. And Wesley Snipes. He's got that other one where he's doing, you know, serious drama role. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you know, he's on there. He's putting his movies out. and He's exercising his chops. So it's good stuff. Hey, guys, I want to thank everybody for uh, hanging out with us. Um, it's been great. It's been good. Um, Viana, let them know about your social media and where they can follow you and get you. Vianamarie.com is where you can get all of my basic information. If you're trying to see what is going on day to day, you want to hit Facebook because that's pretty much where I network from. So, you know, that's where you can find me. Kevin Jeffries put the links in there so you guys can check out his music. He said, great people named Kevin doing big things. Yep, Kevin Hart. Yep, Kevin Jeffries. That's right. Good stuff. Um, All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to get ready to get out of here because I ran a little bit over 8.15 tonight. No big deal, though. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, everybody in the chat. Uh, Again, Let's Roll is the music video, the first release off of this. Check it out. Run it up. It's on YouTube. Look for Vianna Marie. And also, we're going to be... Whew, we, our distributor for our, for the music is DistroKid. And DistroKid is really holding it down. But DistroKid just announced this week, DistroVid. If you are a recording artist, this should now put your butt in gear on getting a music video done. Why? Because DistroVid is going to distribute your music videos unlimited amount $99 a year and they are going to put your videos music videos on YouTube all of the music video outlets the big one that stuck out to me is that for that $99 a year DistroVid is putting your music videos on Vivo Vivo is huge and granted it's now owned by youtube but vivo is huge um a lot of independent artists were not lucky enough to get on vivo um and if you were you probably were under a label and the label probably charged you a ton of money as an artist but let them know v that the fact that you can now get on DistroVid for 99 dollars a year and have DistroVid distribute your music video that you might have paid whatever for, and then do the legwork and get it on big sites. It's going on Apple iTunes. 
Because Apple iTunes, people forget, iTunes shows music videos mm-hmm. for artists. So to have your video distributed to iTunes, Amazon, and Vivo, those three are big. And let, let them know as an independent artist. I mean, I just, I worry. See, you're excited about this. I'm worried about it. I feel like it's going to take the traffic away from the videos that are running on YouTube if the videos are also running everywhere else. Unless those videos are going to count for my YouTube streams, it's it's not really helping me. It's actually hurting me. I want people to go to one place, one stop for that video. I want everybody to see that video there. Because if I have it running all over the place, then all those streams can't be accumulated together and counted. You know what I mean? Well, Vivo, and you Vivo said is, that Vivo is owned by YouTube, so that maybe that's not the case. Maybe I just don't understand how it works. I'm just saying, I feel like when you mass distribute your stuff and you have it available into in too many places, it makes it really hard for, like, say, if you've got all your music on Spotify, iTunes, people, you want to you wanna hope that they have all of those apps. But usually people only utilize one. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. We'll see. Well, we'll see. Because like I said, it's, it, for me, I feel like it's worth the $99 for somebody who's struggling and have been getting charged to put their stuff on those outlets. Um, you know, you, YouTube, if you, were, if you were a checked artist on YouTube, your music was getting on Vivo. Now, you don't need to be checked. You, you, if you get on DistroVid, your music is going to get distributed to Vivo now where before well, yeah, you cause you're verified you're through them. Check. That's, that's yes, the good thing exactly. about DistroKid. They help you get verified faster. That blue check. Yep. And I believe you're a blue check on Spotify. And I believe, I forget where else I believe you've got the blue check. So it, it, it DistroKid is, is worked wonders. So again, everybody, I want to thank you for tuning in the show. It's eight nineteen. Everybody. Um, Kevin Jeffrey says great people Oh he said V don't kill me I just be trolling Oh he going back to the conversation you guys had about Stan Lee <laughs> uh, Good stuff Hey Spongebob We know what we're running late Can you do me a favor take us home Well see you next Tuesday Thank you for listening to The Booth On Hoobazoo and Hatcherradio.com Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, meow. You guys, meow. Maybe a little more down, down here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, bitch, don't repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak assholes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing because I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit. It's like I'm on now. I get hurt, I get tired of fussing, fighting. Guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. Yeah. 
Enter your website. 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 Enter your